Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. The quest for the perfect podcast is a pipe dream. And even if it was attainable, you'd grow bored with it, or your listeners would. A living podcast requires the juxtaposition between what you love and what you hate. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. What part of your podcast do you love the most? What part of your podcast do you like the least? Interesting questions to ponder, and I will promise you that if you start asking yourself those questions, the things you love and the things that you hate about your show, you will find that they change over time. You will. I promise you that. If you just sit and think about it for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes tops, you will discover there are certain things that you thought that you loved, but maybe you don't so much once you think about it a little bit longer, and things that you hate a little bit longer. So that's lesson number one. <laughs> if there's lessons at all in today's programming, and that is that what you think you love and hate at when you're asked it immediately will likely change over time. But let's say you've settled that out. Let's say that you have that 30-minute long conversation with your own brain, and you can really identify this is the thing I love the most, this is the thing that I hate the most. Take a look at those things and examine whether or not they're things that you really hate and you really love. You've already got that for yourself, right? But now ask yourself about the audience. You think this is something that the audience feels the same way about? Do they love it? Do they hate it? I don't really know, right? You need to understand there's some things you, the things you love and hate about the show might be totally transparent to the audience. Some might be obvious to the audience. You got to figure out where yours live. Once you've done that, once you've got this list of things and you're some sort of an agreement, you don't, it don't, ha don't have to be an agreement between you and the audience, but you've got something you identify as something as certainly a love, certainly a hate. The obvious thing to do is change it, right? The obvious thing to do is take the things that you do not like and eliminate those or reduce them and take the things that you do like and do more of those. Easy answer, right? Yeah, it's bogus. It's really bogus. You need tension. It's the tension between the things you like and the things that you don't like as the host, as the creator, as the producer, as the showrunner. It's the tension between the things you like to do and the things you don't like to do that give the podcast life. Maybe not all of the life, but certainly some flavoring and seasoning that will disappear if you get rid of those things that are causing the tension. Now, this is not a blanket uh, allowance, admission, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Permission. That's the word I was looking for. This is not a blanket permission from me to you 
to keep doing bad things. Look, if some of the things that you don't like about your show, no one likes about your show, are simply bad processes, you are not following best practices, or you know you are not doing things anywhere close to good, <laughs> if those are the things you hate, definitely change those. Definitely change those. But if it's something a little more esoteric, a little harder to put a true finger on, one of those things where you go, mm, you know, maybe this is not a great thing. Maybe you struggle with it constantly. That's perfect. Don't necessarily change those things, but lean into that. Because it's in that margin, in the gap between what you love and what you hate, where, I, as I said before, that's where you find the true life of your show. That's where you also may find new opportunities for your show. When you look at that conflict zone, that because it's alive, because it's a living thing, that conflict, living things tend to grow. Your show can grow once you identify those points of tension that you're having with yourself. Again, love, hate, figure out where it is. What's the what's the tension inside of it, and 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 lean into that particular tension, right? I mean, that's that's really a smart thing to do. Quite often, when I think about things like this, and I think about things like this way too long, you just get to hear about it for the next five minutes. If I'm helping other people think through the love-hate question, quite often they will settle on the, especially on the hate things, they will settle on the things that they just simply don't like to do. They settle on the things like, well, you know, I really hate that it takes so long to make my show. I really hate the editing process. I really hate all the writing that I have to do. And because they hate those things, they they don't do them, or they don't do them well, and that kind of stuff. And, and those... <laughs> Those are important things to understand. I mean, obviously, if you do hate those staples of, of making a podcast, you, you kind of have to get over that hatred or hire somebody else to do it. But I would challenge you to try to look beyond that because those are things you may not like about the process. But think about it from the final product. Think about the final product that you make. For me, it's the nice nine to ten minute long episode that comes out of these four times a week conversations I have with my video camera and you and my big bat microphone. But the challenges and struggles I go through doing the process aren't seen by the listeners. There are, no one knows, and, and, except for the fact that I talk about them, <laughs> but by and large, nobody knows that. So make sure when you're examining these questions, they're looking for these points, that there, there are things that matter to somebody else other than you. And again, you can fix the things that only matter to you, but it's when it spills outside of that realm that you might want to look at it. Again, not to remove it, but look at it as an opportunity for growth. Maybe that growth, maybe the thing that you hate to do is what really your listeners are turned on by. They really enjoy that aspect of the show. That will be interesting for you. That will certainly change the way you think about something you hate if suddenly it's something all your listeners love. Conversely, if there's something that you really, really like about the show that your listeners go, eh, hmm, that tells you something, doesn't it? Again, I'm not saying go out and change those things immediately. I'm just saying identify them. Start walking towards the walk. There's that old 
walking towards the walk, whatever that means. There's that old saying of uh, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and change the things I cannot accept. And that makes a lot of sense, but I don't know that it works always. I don't know that it's a universal truth. Sometimes the things you, you could change things, but it would change things in a way that would make a vastly different product. And I love the change. Don't get me wrong. But maybe the thing that you should change is how much attention you put on those points of conflict. And I know that sounds really, really weird. <laughs> and I'm not even sure I'm getting the true point across, but that's okay. That's one of the things that I love and hate about this show is that sometimes I don't know exactly where I want the conversation to go, but it tends to get there in the end. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's just a thing. And I'm leaning into it. And hopefully you will figure out what your love-hate juxtaposition weird point of dynamic tension is and lean into that too. I also hope that you sit down right now today and tell me the story, your story of life, wherever you happen to be during the pandemic as a podcaster. Is it impacting your clients? Is it impacting your show overall? Is it impacting how you feel about the program? Is it impacting how you may or may not want to keep going? Tell us. Send me an email with the link to a video, uh, an audio file, maybe a minute, two minutes tops. Tell me what you think about that. Do it, do it right now. Send the link to Evo at podcastlaunch.pro because I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to keep doing these stories, but I really like sharing them and I need some more. So share it. Last bit. Remember that personal recommendations when you're talking to somebody about podcast pontifications go so, so far. Really, if there's a podcaster that you know of that needs to hear the program, maybe not this episode because it was kind of wild and wobbly, but just send them a link to podcastpontifications.com and tell them that you think they should listen. That's it. I would really appreciate it. And it works really, really well. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, shout your abortion. 
is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.